The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome in. I'm a big fan of this music. It's good. You picked it out. You know what? It was tough you, too. I like think the, you it the out struggle was super real. I usually I gave Sasha, uh, producer extraordinaire, digital guru. She's way good. Maven, way, whatever. Right. So a couple of options, and we just landed on this one. I think she in her head she said, "I'm used to babysitting this guy. Like he <laughs> needs a lot of work. He can't really think for himself. I'm just going to make an executive decision." Because she never really told me which one she liked. I just heard this music. Is that how it should go? Behind every not yeah. very smart man is a super smart woman? Well, or? I think pr- pr- part of the... Produce- or is that your... By my, <laughs> yeah. That's your epitaph? Part, part of the producer's job is to... Make you know, talent just, look good? Yeah, handle everything. You know, like the music selection. Yeah. That's why, like, I had no opinion. I just said, "Hey, whatever." So maybe Doesn't next matter. week. I don't know if she, if we have the other song in the stable. Maybe we'll go with that one and just hear it and see what you think. Okay. At some point, I should probably get your opinion because I have zero. I just, I was like, I whatever know. you guys want to do. You that's do it. the one <laughs> downside. That's the one downside because you're like that with seventy eight percent of topics. <laughs> Probably just 80% e- of my j- life. Just easy breezy, <laughs> hey, whatever. Now, there's that 20% that you'd probably ball your fist up oh, over. Yeah. But the rest of the 80%, it's like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, whatever you go. Whatever, I'm that way with dinner. Unfortunately, like, I know, right? Like you you and want. your 10-year-old palate. Very true. I'm, uh, yeah, I, I really could care less most right? of the time. Hey, so by the time this pod will drop... We will have experienced the igno- the inauguration, right? And you know what I realized watching the inauguration? There's a lot I don't know about history. <laughs> That's not good. It's good and not good. But I, so, what subject content are Americans supposed to be bad at? For sure, geography, right? We like think we're the only people that exist in the world, so we don't know where other. Oh, like world Places geography, are, yeah. Yes. I'm like, if you don't know where states are on a map, you... Hey, you'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, listen, I can't. That's I would be my... willing to bet you one of your plain turkey sandwiches. If you gave someone a blank map, you, you gave 20 random people a blank map, mm-hmm. two would get it perfect. Wow. Is that a reach? No, I mean, I hope not. I just, I'm real. I was, the you know ki- what? It may not even be two. <laughs> I was the kid in school that was, you know, when they gave you the sheet of paper and they had that states outlined and you were learning capitals. Like, I was mad if I got only 48. Don't you tell me Helena's not the capital of Montana. Yeah. Like, Mrs. I was just all the, whatever. <laughs> like, whatever was, her name was. I don't know. I was so upset if i missed a couple like i just have always been that guy like i like geography i like knowing where things are on a map i like knowing where i'm at yeah. like if i'm driving somewhere or whatnot like even if i'm in a different state i feel like i have a good sense of direction like north south east west no matter where i'm at so that's important like and, and uh 
you know, I, those sort of things, as far as geography is concerned, are extremely really, are, important to me. Really, um, really important. Just to me. Like I, I think it's. I think everyone should know, you know, where where states are on a map. So, without getting into like political affiliation, right? Mm-hmm. I don't care if no, you're yeah. if you're right, left, I don't know, middle, whatever. Mm-hmm. Where would you rank this inauguration um, in terms of historical importance? Mm-hmm. I mean, I I think it's up there, and the main re- isn't it isn't because Joe Biden is is, you know, inaugurated as president. I think it's more because Harris is the first woman vice president, female vice president, and, um, you know, not, and a woman of color, right? I, I think that the, that's, it's, it's probably number two, honestly, behind Obama being the first African-American. Because of historical yes. significance, never been done. Right. 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 I, that's where I think, I mean, where we're at, a place in the world and all of that stuff, it, yeah, it's 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 interesting, right? Because I actually think the race and gender is secondary hmm. to the time of it's happening with the country. Yeah, could I convince you, you of that, or am I crazy? No, yeah, you could, and and I think you could. I mean, there's particularly so much with going what on. happened at the Capitol, you know, a week or whatever ago. But particularly with what happened there, that's why it has a huge significance because democracy, mm-hmm. right, is, I mean, it was challenged. Were, were you one of those people that believes democracy is under siege? Uh, it was challenged for sure. Like, it, it, it for sure was. Um, by no means do I think America will ever be a yeah, yeah. dictatorship or anything yeah, like so that. Yeah, so do you know what I thought? I, I never thought like, ooh, Marxism or fascism. I didn't think any of the isms. No. Do you know what I thought? I thought, wow, how vulnerable are we mm-hmm. that our most significant icon when it comes to democracy is under siege? Yeah. I, I but I but I didn't like think we would be Cuba or yeah, you know we we got our next Imelda Marcos. Yeah, it'll never get to that. It'll never get to that point. There's no way. You wouldn't think. There's, I would hope not. It's just in my. I mean, and not to get political. I mean, there's no <laughs> not to get political. This is politics. This is, we're Mike. talking about. I know, but it's just I, I, we are very. Um, it was it was concerning. And, yeah, and I, I was I was shocked, chagrined, and yeah, dismayed. it was definitely concerning. I think everyone in America should be concerned with the volatility that is happening in America right now. Right, and it, it doesn't matter which. And it, what is great is after this happened, I think pretty much everyone in America, unless the fringe right or left or whatever. Believed that that was not a good look. Look at you. Look at you. Were, <laughs> like, you, were you a poli sci major or something? I was. I I wanted to. Yeah. I I was uh, very much so thought one day that I wanted to be in politics and everything like that. So, I did too. And um, all of a sudden, my my closet got full of so many skeletons. I'm like, who? What yeah. am I going to do with all these bones? <laughs> Can't really get out of this. <laughs> like, yeah, well. But hey, but listen, over the last 15 years, I think anything's possible. Yeah, it is. I mean, it, it really is. And I'm, I mean, I, full transparency, I am, believe this or not, I am a registered independent. 
Really? I don't feel I don't have no, I'm, one I'm, way or the other. I'm, I'm with and, you. I, I think you should be able to vote issues and and right. and, and have that be separate from party and lines. what your core values are as an individual. I think should be more important than what these people are telling you on either side. Yeah, I'm just telling you, sure as I'm sitting here, that Mr. Milk Toast does not surprise me. That he's <laughs> independent. Right? I mean, right. you're you're basically Switzerland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very much so. I like to be kind of. You know, I can dance the middle a lot on yeah. both both sides and of things. Plain turkey sandwiches. Yes. Right. Do you even have? Is there a like a? Is there salad dressing? No. No. Mayo, it's, it's, mustard. It's, it is a uh, the turkey sandwich thing is very much so. Um, peppered turkey uh-huh. only from the deli. Right. Like not you know you're not taken out of a not package. prepackaged stuff. Okay. But peppered turkey. On white Rotella's bread, that's a good choice. Smart man. Main, main, mostly uh, Viennin is the style of bread that I like. The sandwich shout bread. Out, shout out to the Rotella family. Yeah, so the sandwich bread is not my favorite, and like none of the uh, Viennin is my favorite. It's um, so small. I know, but it's okay. Um, with a slice of provolone cheese, and even your cheese is plain. Yep, and Miracle Whip. Not mayonnaise. Understood. Yeah. yeah. A little sweeter. Okay. Um, and that's it on the sandwich. No lettuce. No. No. no nothing I'm, else. I'm, no I'm mustard. You. I'm with you. Yeah. You know what you like. Right. Maybe. And that's a lot of days for lunch. Yes. The, the, the seven-year-old palate has to be very, <laughs> very... It's ec- it, Economically, it, it makes sense. Right? It's yeah. very, very cheap. You have a really good idea of what you're going to spend when you go to the store, like the grocery store. Yeah. You have a, yeah, you have not, a not, nice, not, not so much, <laughs> nice, I, I nice little level. Like, okay, this is going to be probably about this much because this is how much I spend basically every week. People say, you know, you you look at nobody really. I don't think balances checkbooks anymore. But no, for those that still do, and you look at your, let's say you get online and you look at your debit card mm-hmm. expenditures, your expenses let you know what's important to you. Mm-hmm. Yes, sixty percent for me is food. Forty percent kids. <laughs> that's. Uh, I mean, that's really what it's about. I and so you'll man, take I, a free I, T-shirt every now and yeah, again. I, I yeah, I grade cuts of meat. Like that's important to me. You know, the yeah. grocery shopping takes time. Um, yeah, I. No. You just can't relate, can you? Yeah, no. Uh, you don't spend time like picking out fruit or uh-uh. you know checking for firmness or no, nothing. No, 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 no. If the wife says, get some bananas, I grab a couple bananas. That's it. Yeah, see, I couldn't send you to the store. <laughs> no. I just couldn't. I mean, there's, like, even when I do online grocery shopping and how this has to do with the inauguration, I have no idea. Except we're talking about individual freedom, I guess. Random that's a, is that a reach? Is that my stretch yeah. arm strong? Yeah. I just, I don't want you picking out my fruit or my veggies. That's okay. And I don't. Normally. Is that okay? Yeah, I don't do that stuff. When I go to the store, I really don't. What's funny is, this is, Personal and totally off topic, but weird that I will go, happen with us from time. To time. I go to the store. I get certain things. Mm-hmm. My wife goes to the store and she gets like the fruit, veggies, the other those, stuff. Yeah, I basically get uh, my turkey for my sandwiches. So are you really bread. only shopping for you? Yeah, and she shops for the rest of the family? uh-huh most of the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. We're, yeah. Where'd I you did. find her? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she allows that to happen. Yeah. Yep. Happens all the time. 
It's interesting. Yeah. Some certainly were looking at you like, <laughs> what is going where on? Where are these people and do they really exist? <laughs> hey, uh, it's okay. You just do you. I'll do me. Right. Really? Yeah. Sasha does that too. I like my own stuff and like, I, yeah. <laughs> She's like, hey, man, after my own heart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so back to the inauguration. So inauguration. <laughs> no, so my question is, actually, it's more of a statement, I guess. And I don't know, as a poli-sci major, you're probably not here. I realize there's a lot historically that I've either forgotten, taken for granted, or slept on. Care. Yeah. How much of a problem do you think... What I just told you is a representation of most of the people in the U.S. I, I would say that probably 70% of you the think? people in the U.S. are like that. So, so do you think that's why we come across sometimes as such, um, it's not sheep, but hey, who who... Who I associate with is who affirms me the most, my thoughts right. the most, yeah. as opposed to wanting to learn anything new or, or real independent free thought. And I think as you get older, you like what you like. And as far as your friends or the people you associate with or talk to or trust, as you get older, that circle becomes a lot tighter. And we're influenced by that circle becomes a lot tighter. But isn't it interesting and I, I don't want to speak for you. I'm curious mm-hmm. to hear your thoughts on this. When you talk about coaches or successful business leaders that describe themselves as lifelong learners mm-hmm. that have either adjusted or changed or, you know, maybe something happened on the fly that was kind of the, the catalyst for something different. Doesn't that surprise you? Because it seems like those two things are contrary. Right. Right. Your scope narrows as you get older, which I agree with. But I think the people that we admire the most typically have a couple of different things that they've morphed into or maybe been able to change with the times. They're the exact opposite of like that 70%, right? Like they they can adjust and that's what makes them more successful because they've adjusted or changed or grew somehow or got very comfortable being uncomfortable. That's part of the problem when you see unsuccessful programs um, that maybe once were to take Nebraska football, for example, or anything really. And that's part of the problem. You have to be able to learn and adjust and change and not be so lack of a better term, hard headed about the way, my way or the highway. And this is the way I've always done it. Well, what happened when, Tom Osborne changed, like, started yeah, going from the yeah. 50 to, let's say, the 4 3. Right, right. Like, changing his mindset or trusting others to help make decisions. It goes back to this just in life. If you, if you as a leader hire or trust or have people working for you, you always want at least one person that is smarter than you. Oh, for sure. Minimum, and that is a good leader. Because well, a lot of, well, but who, a lot of coaches again, don't do though, that. Who's, who's smart enough to be turned over to themselves, one hundred percent of the time? <laughs> coaches think they are. See, I don't. I don't know. Like, not I, a lot I, of I, them are. But like, I, I listen. They are. To, I listen to guys like Jeff Bezos. Um, right. 
you know, Warren Buffett, uh, Bill Belichick. I just listened. Man, I cannot talk about him. But but he's changed over time. There are these core principles that are unwavering. And then there's understanding where you are real time, meeting people right where they're at. Right. right? You look at Kirk Ferentz. Yeah. Right, who at – he's the dean of that Big Ten conference. And all of a sudden, last summer hits with Mm. the issues that are having on campus, and he all of a sudden hits pause and takes time to reevaluate where he is. He had changed his recruiting philosophy in terms of pulling guys out of Florida and the resources committed or or hiring uh, former players uh, in his recruiting and scouting departments to make sure that he was being current. It's little things like that. Coach Mack, right, yeah. was a set-piece guy at, at Wayne State yeah. and was very good in the half court, and Iowa State was a little bit different, and he didn't like the success there. He gets to Creighton, and he appears to be kind of the godfather of culture. Right. <laughs> Do you, you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. his willingness to learn. Right. It seems like those people that we gravitate towards or draw from consider themselves lifelong learners even though they have these staunch core principles. Yeah, but yes, you are very much so correct. But that's how if we as just general population society, and the only reason why I poo-pooed the Bill Belichick thing is if people don't know this, I'm a New York he, he owns I'm, a, the I'm, Jets. A, I'm a New York Jets he fan. He owns the Jets. New York Jets fan and lifelong New York Jets fan and I can't stand the New England Patriots just because I'm a Jets fan, but he is obviously clearly great. What we, what we as the average person, we don't do that though, and that's the problem. Like Kirk Ferentz was able to adjust and learn on the fly and and change his way after of uh, after after a, a, a tumultuous yeah after an extended amount of time yes it took him time which is like credit to him because a lot of people that I mean he's been there what almost 20 years that that doesn't a little over yeah that doesn't happen all the time like there's no way I've been successful I've done it this way forever da da da, da. yeah he he had to go through some challenges to sort of make that adjust I mean he went major challenges race and all that stuff but he adjusted and he's coming out the better end because he was able to pivot and evolve so is now a better or worse time for america in terms of individuals to kind of pick up on some of that because it seems like when it comes to politics it's government of the it's government for the people by the people yet these political parties that have that have grown into what they are basically stem from similar ideology. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like it doesn't really promote individual free thinkers. It's kind of more groupthink. Well, generally speaking, this is what we believe, so come on over to our side. Is this, in your opinion, kind of a good time or a tough time to capitalize on people being willing to open their mind. Oh, I think it's a great time to capitalize on it because I do, even though we appear to be more divided than ever. Yeah. But I, I, I don't, I think yes, but as we kind of step away from what happened in the last month, as we step away from the election and insurrections and people saying elections were stolen and all this other stuff, as we get farther away from that date or those months, 
I think this is a perfect opportunity to grow as just human society, culture, everything, and to learn from other people and to take that opportunity to learn from other people. Part of it too is you're dealing with a pandemic where people have been basically in their houses, not going to dinner and doing things and meeting other people or even like going to bars and stuff and hanging out and learning just, from just, a, just, just social. Yeah. So part of it is like, okay, I'm stuck at home. So I'm just going to be stuck in this one little box of this is the cable news that I watch, or this is the only thing that I read. Another thing too, is if you look at t- technology is, you know, if you get on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram and once you, it's goes to adver- I mean, it's advertising stuff too. Once you click on said advertisement, what do you push for a week or two? Mm. The same stuff. So once you read an article about whatever, you're pushed the same stuff. So you never get out of that. So you have to be able to, when you read something, be very, very, very just open-minded. Right, and I think as I, I like to say, go be a Berean, do right, your own homework, right, and do I, your own but, investigating. But I don't think I don't think people are willing to do that as much as they should. You think it's because they feel challenged or insecure? Because it's just them. I think it's like, some insecurity, really, mm-hmm. and well, and not challenged because if you. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I, mean, I think it's inse- I think it's insecurity, and and here's why: is because you have, you're just so comfortable in believing what you believe, and you know, ninety percent of people that are registered to vote are registered as one party or the other, not in the middle. Well, like, it's okay to have like some of your core values as a person believing in. I don't know, um, super hot, not hot topic, but controversial topic is abortion rights. And, okay. and not, it's okay to believe that it's a woman's choice. At the same time, believe that there should be far less taxes and whatever the Republican oh, you're, side you're, is. You're, yeah. you're, you're, like, you're talking about crossing party lines yeah, based it's okay. on individual conviction. <laughs> yeah, whatever your conviction is, that's, that's what it should be. Or, you know, if you are pro-life, it's probably okay to realize that, um, you know, people can come to America and, and from other countries and, and be immigrants and be successful and we shouldn't hold those people back. Like, you can believe one and the other. Mm. It's perfectly fine. My, my favorite line, two things can be true at once. Yeah. Let me ask you something. Um, considering we've only got a couple of minutes mm. left in this podcast. But it makes me think if now's the right time to be an agent of change. You cover sports. You're immersed in the high school setting. I have kids in the high school setting. I coach. All of that, right? Mm -hmm. Is now a time we revisit or look at differently? Considering high school sports, especially locally, is starting to look a lot like college football the usual mm-hmm. suspects 
if in fact that's the case, is now the time we take a look at educating our kids differently? And we'll just say right now for the in the public school setting, mm-hmm. and maybe designate schools differently in order to provide more well-rounded students. See, I think a more. Do you well- understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but I, I maybe we have trade schools, maybe yeah. we have vocational schools, maybe we have athletic schools. Right? Are we ready for that kind of? thinking? We aren't ready for that thinking. But at, at the same time, but don't we kind of do that now? We basically do it now because you have open enrollment in Omaha. Let's say you have open enrollment and you can go whatever school you want. Lincoln, same thing. You can you can go to whatever school you want. Actually, as the whole lo- state. As, as, you can long, go to as long as you're you in. Yeah. As long as you're in that attendance right, area, right? Right, But you can go to, like, if I want to go to Omaha Burke, I can go. If I'm in Lincoln, I want to go to Lincoln High, which is one of the most diverse. They're, like, central, basically. Very diverse. And I, me personally, like, I want to raise my children to learn everything. Mm-hmm. Diverse cultures, I, I, hopefully their friends are a blend of every color possible. So would you, so would you be opposed? And every belief possible. So would you be opposed? Like, let's say I had a performing arts school. Let's say I had. Well, they basically a, have that now in magnets. I, I understand. I do. Right. Mm-hmm. I understand the, which is basically a scaled down version of charter schools right. in my opinion <laughs> but we won't get into <laughs> that because that's obviously a hot button public topic school. hey but, I I, love but i'm here schools. for that i'm here for that keep that same energy <laughs> i'm obviously uh, as a proponent of public schools i am i am diametrically opposed to charter schools mm-hmm. unless your community has given up on the public school system right, right? Which, um it may work in new orleans <laughs> yeah it's not going to work in omaha no, yeah. now having said that so like what if i had like an engineering school. What if I had a, you know, uh, a mechanic school? What if I had performing arts? What if I had a a football school, a volleyball school? Is that? But then you don't that's, have competition. That's, that's, that's anti to the pro. Maybe there's four of them. Maybe there's five of them. Okay. Aren't there already? But then anyway? all those. Well, there kind of is. I mean, if you. Really, if you think about it, now, I'm not an. Ad, I'm not advocating that. No, I'm, yeah. I'm sparking the but discussion. Sport, sports wise, I mean. You know, you look at it. I just take basketball for example. Miller North won their first, the first ever Metro Tournament Championship boys last year, and they've been open since 1980. <laughs> so it's been a while, yeah. right? So nice stained reference, when, by the way. When you have the, when you have the, it's not necessarily the usual suspects, but at the same time, you don't want to penalize those usual suspects for being better at. What they're doing, whether it's getting kids in or coaching or whatever, you don't want to penalize those. I, I, I'm, I don't think you penalize those schools because of that either. Now, at the same time, do I think there should be trade schools or uh, in particular, maybe not trade schools, but uh, no, yeah, trade schools. Like, should there be a uh, vocational school in Omaha, Lincoln, wherever, metro areas? Yeah, I do think so because – Learning about learning the uh, fifty state capitals and where they are on a map, it there's kids that don't care about that. But mm. guess what? Maybe they do care about like wanting to be a plumber, or welder, or something. Which, I mean, if you look at it, there's there's plenty of job opportunities in there. They they are 
By the way, you know, if I had it to do over again, I would I would be very astute in like HVAC or plumbing. Yeah, right? because those are the two <laughs> things where I get cracked the most. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> if I only knew more. Right. I'm like, wait a minute, that's a ten dollar part. A thermal a new thermocouple is ten dollars. Like, but it costs you why would I to call have a guy you? Are <laughs> I paying one hundred and fifty dollars? <laughs> I don't know the first thing about that stuff. Can I do that and still want to shag a ball in center field? You should be able to. I just don't know if it ever happened. Yeah, that's Mike Sauter. What we'll do next week is we're going to tackle tax-based revenue and public school systems and how it affects districts. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's really what's going on, right? Because when – that's how you do districts, right? Mm-hmm. It's tax-based revenue, and they go back into the schools, and so you get have and have-nots. And if that's not going to change, then why not do it a different way? Yeah. I, I'm just here to spark yeah, thought, I, not controversy. I, I'm gonna, you're going to have to send me the topics. I'm going to have to do some reading. Well, you're plenty smart. Well, not that smart. <laughs> I like not when, on that. I, I like when we stretch you outside of high school sports. Yeah. Well, I have opinions. Just not. No way. <laughs> not all the time. Are you serious? You know, the funny thing is, when I first started in the media business, one, Kevin F. Kugler. You've told, told me this story. Right. Nobody likes milk toast. Yeah. Nobody likes milk toast. Feel free to have an opinion. Stop worrying about whether people like you or not. Just tell the truth of what you believe and let the, let the paramedics sort it out, not to steal a line from the program. One of the greatest I've football seen movies. That. I'm glad because you have an aversion to television. Yeah. <laughs> I don't watch movies. Hey, Mike, have you seen Star Wars? No. Hey, what about Return of the Jedi? What's that? Hey, you ever seen Pulp Fiction? Yeah, I heard about it once. I've never seen Pulp Fiction. You ever seen The Godfather? A long, t- long, long Shawshank time. Shawshank Redemption. Not the whole thing. All right. Don't, make sure you visit I, us wa- next I did week. Watch sport, I did watch, real quick, I did watch Star Wars in two days, all the episodes. Yeah, every you single were one. 38 years old. I, I was 39. 39. <laughs> and I, and but I did write about my experience of watching, so it was kind of like for work. Oh, isn't it always? <laughs> I compare I compared Star Wars to Nebraska football. No, see, this is why this is why you're here. It's next week when we come back, we're gonna figure out how to officially make Mike Sauter an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Says the guy that did learn the difference between the crisscross screwdriver and the flat screwdriver. Crisscross screwdriver. Or whatever you call it, Phillips. I'm sorry, what? Is it Phillips? Yes. Phillips, straight, flathead, whatever you want to say. Okay, whatever. Until I was probably like 34 years old. Do you really call it crisscross? Yeah, our mutual friend, and he's going to do a podcast with us. (laughs) Right, backwards pants (laughs) the whole night. T Mose, Tyler Mose. Yeah. Put my TV stand together a couple years ago with a butter knife. I saw him at at uh, 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 I had part, uh, zero screwdrivers in my house. What? Uh, okay, uh, turkey sandwich <laughs> and provolone cheese. Easy on the subtle pot shots. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I when I ma- when I okay when I when I crisscross when I that's not what people call when it. I married my wife. I didn't own a hammer. Oh, and that was. You know, we've been married for a while now. I, I Over always, 10 years. I always owned a hammer, but that's for a different conversation. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Woo! Back next week as we guys, uh, as we guys, <laughs> us guys, <laughs> tackle more tough issues. It's playing it forward. That's Mike Sutter. I'm ODB. 
the producer, the producer behind the scenes. She's like, let's go, wrapping up in the outfit. We just call her SD. That's Miss Sasha. Uh, Back next week, playing it forward. Ahora Media Production.